0: to get your helmets on because it's going to get rough in here. All the way from Studio B, it's showtime for John, Ken, and Mark,
1: the Detroit Sports Authority. <laughs> a very interesting and fun game and i'll tell you this the super bowl went through a fairly long period of time where the games were stinkers
0: yeah like and this one
1: they've been pretty damn good
0: yeah i mean all right so if we went all the way back to right here the detroit sports authority here is what we're going to give you tonight my friends we are going to give you not one not two but both of our opinions of what's going on in the in the Super Bowl, I thought it was very. It was okay. It kept it going, but I mean, for two teams we could care less about. You know, all right, and then all the way down to Mahomes' limp. You know, and is that starting to get a lot of play now? Uh,
1: in terms of what? I'm not sure what you mean.
0: Uh, I mean, but, it's are people going, all right, was that real? Was that staged? Was that fake? Was that, what was that for?
1: Yeah, I haven't really heard much of that, but, uh, I mean, frankly, my reaction after watching the second half is, I don't know where really the hell that limp went to, but I do see a whole lot of it going on here.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, anything that they shot his leg up with, you know, job well done, boys. Yep.
1: And but he said, well, I didn't get a shot at uh, halftime. time.
0: took an aspirin? Right. What?
1: Huh.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think you, you had an aspirin. I, you know, okay, so either it was a hell of a fake job, you know, because we saw the knee, twi- oh. the the whole thing twist, and then a couple mm-hmm. of seconds later, and just like we said, then all of a sudden the betting money goes right to Philadelphia, because they took a look at who's the backup in KC, and it's like, oh, this is going to be easy money. Yeah. And then you're right. Are, are you looking at a manipulation right there? Are you looking at some guy who was just trying to fake somebody out? How would that work?
1: Yeah. Just makes you wonder. You know, they, because let's face it, it's the NFL. and the NFL, they require you to file injury reports during the week on your players so that uh, people are informed ahead of time, you know, what the injury status may be of a certain player here and there. And uh, now we're talking about in-game betting. Doesn't that complicate it?
0: Yeah, it complicates it a whole big bunch because, man, that line moved. And I mean like a freight train with like a minute left to go in, in the half. You know, you're right. If we think that Mahomes can't go any further, then, you know, Hurt was rocking it. I mean, he still was rocking it. Was he the MVP? I think Mahomes was the
1: MVP, wasn't
0: he? No, but I'm saying for you, I should ask for your opinion.
1: Oh, Oh, uh, to me, yeah, I I was very impressed with Hurt. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about... You know, we're going to have to listen to two weeks of them playing that song Hurts So Good, you know? So, <laughs> uh, in the end, the uh, Kansas City guy, he uh, prevailed. He came out on top. And now, you know, he's being anointed you know, he uh, the the next great thing. But, uh, you know, geez, you look at him and go, well, you know, it would be impressive if he did it a la Kirk Gibson on one leg
0: yeah that would have sure been cooler. Didn't
1: look that way did it.
0: No, he should have came out and started wobbling and all that stuff, and you know yeah. barely be able to get off the ground and stuff. that would be something you know it's like, oh my God, the trainers are out again. yeah, just give his team a breather <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. sit out a couple of passes and then go back in and you know throw one and by the way, for everybody that hates kickers and football, who the hell won that team won that game for you guys. Uh, yeah, definitely. Let's see now. You could easily say, yeah, well, the guy was already in the end zone and he fell on himself, you know, just to run out the clock. Yeah, that is true, you know. Yeah. However, you know, when it comes down to the real fact, that guy could have shanked it, you know, and then it would yeah. have put it into overtime, and then anything could have happened.
1: Now you think about, uh you think about how many times Adam Vinatieri – uh, came out and uh, kicked the game-winning field goal at the end. And we don't stand around and talk about him being the greatest of all time as a kicker, no. do we?
0: No, not at all. Matter of yeah. fact... <laughs> no, he's a kicker. Yeah, and, and, it, and all the jokes about kickers and all that stuff, well, you know, if uh. it wasn't for Mr. Pether Pather with Detroit... You know, how many, they would have lost four of those games that he was playing with because they were, you know, last-minute field goals or, you know, the the kicker, the only points they scored was from his leg, you know. So I would kind of say, look, kickers are incredibly important. Yeah. You know, draft one in the first round. <laughs>
1: No, you have to draft him in the second round because you're going to have to draft a quarterback in the
0: first (laughs) round. Nope, not anymore. So what we're hearing at the coffee shop is you need a franchise kicker. You know, build your team around the franchise kicker, and then you'll be all set. (laughs) You know, because you got to have like yep. So I mean, the winning strategy right there, no doubt about it. Yep, because then you can have your old kicker or your kicker now. You know, um, show the new kicker, the ropes, and then when he's gone, then you got this kicker, and this kicker could be around for 10 years, and you can build a team around him. Think about it. You don't have to have a fancy O-line for a kicker, and yet he gives you points.
1: That's a great point, uh, John. You know, what you should do is you should draft a kicker a year ahead and have him sit and watch <laughs> the other kicker for a year. <laughs> Yeah, because why? Because yeah. how do you ever figure out how to do something <laughs> other than sitting on your ass and watching somebody else
0: do it? Yeah, right. Yeah, so it goes with everything. So there you go. So why spend tons of money with some kind of O line? You know that for specialists and stuff, just get special team dudes out there that you can get from you know at at Starbucks and say, guys, just stand here for a minute, won't you? Okay. Huh. You know, and then we can go back to Greg's biggest complaint. You know, should the NFL can he enforce that you have to at least catch two kickoffs per game?
1: Oh, you know, the whole the whole point about the kickoff is they changed the rule to try to prevent kickoff returns. Because their their whole feeling was that too many players are getting injured. In a play that really is a needless play. That's the way they're looking at it. So they, they've changed the rules specifically to eliminate kickoff returns.
0: So why don't they do like the NHL did with icing and just say, look, this is a kick, we're just going to put it on the 35 for you or the 25 well, yeah, for you? But,
1: but here's the thing if you eliminate kickoffs, then you eliminate the period of time after the kickoff where you run 14 commercials. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I not forgot saying, all about that. I'm not that. saying it's about the money. No, not much. No, it's it's not about the $7 million for 30 seconds, you know. And as much as Ford was going to be the smartest people in the room and set it out, you take a look at the numbers of what GM hit and what Kia hit, and it was like 120% more of these people flocking to their sites and stuff to see. You know, way to go forward. You saved $7 million, but what did you give up?
1: But that's okay because the money that they saved, they're going to spend on player contracts.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, or get another one. I mean, man, did you see the backlash on some of those commercials? Wee $20 million to tell you about Jesus? Yike! <laughs> we, we read that one that it's like if your savior needs a PR firm, you don't really have much of a savior.
1: <laughs> it's the quote of great Sam Kennison, "We know who Jesus is."
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, God bless that he's not around anymore. He, we could really use him today, you know. Oh my God, yes. But I mean, you're absolutely right. It's it was like you have to advertise Jesus. It's not even like. We're advertising the Catholic Church or the Protestant Church or or Lutherans or anything. It's like, you know, it's like somewhere, somehow, all these 113 million people who tuned in go, who's this Jesus guy? Get him on the blower. Let's see who he is. You know? Does he wear Nikes? Who does he play for? Do we have any of his albums? You know, that to me, that was kind of like, okay, I mean, it's a free free country. Go ahead, do what you got to do, man. You know, but you know damn well that the Church of Satan is going to have a 30-second commercial next next year. Here we go. You know. Uh, okay, uh, halftime, what did you think? Uh, did not watch halftime. In the bathroom? Or the? Where were you? Driving home. Oh, that's right.
1: That's right. Yeah. I forgot and, about that. It, and you know, I'm I'm lucky. I made it to the to halftime. Frankly, getting rather uncomfortable there. But uh it was, I will see. I didn't. Uh, for, you know, Frankly, I haven't watched a halftime show in years.
0: All right. Next time you I come over, we're we're going to get a board for you, and you can lay on a board.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Would that be helpful? Oh. And would that be easier on you?
1: Yeah, actually, I've been experimenting around with different things, and I found a couple of pillows that have helped me on the couch. So if really? I position them just right, yeah, it takes the pressure off. So,
0: oh shit, man, we should have gave you the easy. harder. Next time you get the, the computer chair or something. Anyways, it's going yeah. left to right. Um, the whole big thing was, you know, you yes. had, oh, that was the worst. I mean, even some Sixers were talking about it. You know, it's, was that entertaining to you? whether. You know what, really, anybody in this state, it's like, I'm not real hip about track and field, but I do appreciate the people that put in the sweat and the time and the fans mm-hmm. that like it. I just like, it's okay. You know, I mean, with Rihanna, yeah. it's like, this is not my era of music. That's okay. Yeah. I understand yeah. that she's quite a performer and she's got billions, you know, mm-hmm. and she did a nice job and she's got a ton of hits. Okay. You know what am I and, expecting? Yeah,
1: and I will say this too: that she, along with so many other performers, are expert marketers. She used the yeah. event to announce that she's pregnant again.
0: Job well done, even though she just had a baby yeah. in May.
1: Yeah, and you know everybody's talking about it now, except for me. I don't give a damn one way or the other. Come on, oh, so, She certainly generated enough uh, excitement over it. So hey, good for
0: her. Yeah, I mean, really, there was, you know, you had to go through the whole mock, you know, heavy-duty, oh, my God, I, I'll never watch another football game again. That was so disgusting. That was, who cares? You know, I mean, you what part what? of you was you shocked? Know the, same pe- the same people
1: say that every year. Yeah. And next year, they're going to tune in the game. And they're going to tune in the half type show <laughs> and then they're going to bitch about it afterward.
0: Yeah, I mean, everybody is scrutinized. I can't, I mean, you they were scrutinizing Paul McCartney when he did his in 2005. You know, they hurried up and got him because after, you know, nipplegate or whatever you want to call that, you know, I mean, Jackson's career went down the crapper for whatever reason. You know, and the yeah. gentleman that pulled it off, his career soared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did that work again? You
1: know, okay. Well, that,
0: should, that should be a lesson.
1: That should be a lesson to all of us, shouldn't it?
0: Well, it, it was like, yeah, yeah. When a guy rip off a woman's bra or whatever she was wearing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it, you you took it you know, like they say about the uh, the sale of the lingerie department. All bras are half off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice job. You know. Um it, it it was kind of amazing to me because people were going, We need good entertainment. Where's you know, where's the Rolling Stones? Where we want some rock and roll, where's the you know what? Because the Rolling Stones are in their eighties, they're they're their, their, their mid seventies. You realize that, that um Keith Richards was born during World War Two. Born during World War Two. Let that sink in a little bit. All right, and, and so I hate, to break, I hate to break the
1: news to everyone too. If the Rolling Stones were to come out and do the halftime show next year, probably the song they would start off with would be "Sympathy for the Devil."
0: Oh yeah, then watch that happen. And Then you're going to bring Sam with you, and it's like people are going to freak out. They're pushing Satanism. You know what? Really, if if you dress up like Barney for a Halloween, are you pushing purple? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean it was clearly a costume. We don't really think Sam Harris is as the devil. I mean if he is, the devil is a pretty poor ass looking guy. You know, all right, in our opinion. You know, all right. It's a costume, folks. You know, do you think really Adam twelve, those guys were really cops? You know? But everybody went, oh boy, that's you know, let's watch emergency. None of those people were firefighters. Hold on. What are you saying? It's like, you know, please try to figure out reality. Are you saying they weren't cops? No, surprisingly enough. Neither was anybody on Dragnet. Oh, my God. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And guess what about Santa, you know? All these years. Yeah. I mean, it's like the same thing with people that dress up like Santa Claus. It's probably not an old guy with a white beard. You know, maybe Greg, you know, but that's about it. Greg pulls it off. You know, the man's talented at it. But, you know, it's like you guys can't separate. This is somebody playing dress up. You know, David Bowie probably wasn't from Mars. Shocker. I mean, if you get, I mean, it's like they're just waiting to bitch about something. And you kind of hit it on the head, too, Kenny. Anybody that they that they put up there is gonna get scrutinized and knocked down and, and here's the story. Everybody that wants like a Tom Petty kind of thing, you know, or, or Chicago or whatever, all these guys ever hear McCartney sing lately? Oops. You know, you wanna bring yeah, Kiss bad. back? You know, and they're gonna just be ghost slipping anyway, so what's and, and they're in their seventies. And nothing wrong yeah. about people being in their seventies, but the classic rockers you grew up with can barely do what they did, and that's okay. Oh, yeah. you know, so find some new rock and rollers, or you're going to have Mary Kay Blige, you know, you're going to have you know Snoop Dogg, whatever.
1: Yeah. Next. And if it bothers you so much, like I say, when the halftime show comes on. So grab yourself a piece of uh, cherry, cherry pie, which was amazing.
0: It was delicious, wasn't and it, it?
1: chill. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing
0: pie. That was a tip of the uh, hat to our good friend, Paulie, from bringing it on over. Not only one, but brought over two plenty for every bate. Now we just have to find where the hell it got stored. Um, <laughs> other than that, it, it was supposed to be one of the top viewed. Super Bowls, and it was, and it kind of was in a way because there wasn't anything objectionable, you know. Plus, huh. you're coming off of COVID years where you couldn't do this, you know. People that weren't I, even I, I, into I, I, football whatsoever, you know, they would have a party. I don't remember us having too many Super Bowl parties in our lifetime. I remember going to them, but never hosting yeah. one, and it was great. Huh. You know, I have you guys yeah. over again, have op- opening day, you know, Tiger opening yeah. day. And that's it. That'll be it for that because they just signed that new reliever. Oh, boy, it's only going to cost us 1.25. But, you know, he has a six-point-something ERA, but he's going to be eating innings.
1: He's very efficient because he doesn't have to be out for a long time in order to give up the four runs that he's allotted.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, of everybody on the staff, though, Kenny, he's got the most... Uh, second-most experience because he's played for 12 teams in two years, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, and not only that, he's played for 12 teams in two years, and he's also uh, thrown more pitches than anybody on the roster, too.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, he's got actually 14 innings of Major League experience, you know. Yeah, until
1: ball one, ball two, ball three, fouled it off, ball four. <sighs> take up ball one ball two, yeah, he could just keeps out there throwing them out there.
0: It's amazing, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, I just it's like I've said before about that, you know, I don't see any reason to have any optimism for this roster, not only new no. current roster, but the guy's following up behind him. I just don't see it,, uh, We're told all this guy here he's a professional baseball guy, and he was running the Giants and this and that. I
0: don't see it. Neither do I. I mean you, you you know, you do one of those things that GM tried to do. You know, they try to go on the cheap and look what happens. It never works out. Yeah, you saved some money, but now you just wasted another year and so and twenty nine more teams are got better and you have not. The payday is up on top. The whole deal of professional sport is supposed to be to win a championship, not to break even. Okay, things have changed, especially in Detroit. Yeah, but you wonder,
1: really, when you when you look at the state of Major League Baseball, and you look at you know some of the rumblings going on financially. Yeah, you just wonder if maybe some of these teams aren't overspending and they're counting on revenue that's not going to be there. Yeah, you you have the uh, Valley Sports. Yep, they're on the brink. And what happens if that money's not going to come in? And you sign these big contracts, you go to write the check, and you're out of your checkbook is out of checks.
0: Because Major League Baseball has said that if Valley goes belly, then Major League Baseball will cover those checks. How about that? How many years uh are you going to do that for, Mr. Manfred? You know, and then... I'm sure
1: sure all the owners that have uh, lucrative deals, like the Yankees, um, they're just waiting in line saying, yes, send the bill my way. I've got it covered.
0: Yep. Right. And if you took a look at what Bally had, Bally has like the AAA ball uh, major league teams. You know, they got Milwaukee, they got Detroit, they got San Diego, you know. Um, all the smart teams have their own gig, you know, and that's what Detroit yeah. could have had with the Red Wings, with the Illich's got cold feet. You know, you guys could have had your own yes. And for those who don't know, that's the Yankee Entertainment System or whatever it is. They The Yankees have their own broadcast system. They have their own broadcast network you know, and they just rake in the money. They don't, you know, all that money that you see on their commercials go directly to them. It goes to no syndicate. It goes to nobody else. You know, so they print their own money, whereupon which Detroit, you know, could have done it, but they got cold feet, and thank God, because you think how bad that would be if if during this I got Kirk Gibson, <laughs> I mean, not Gibson, but the other guy, you know, who oh, God bless. Shep. Yeah, ship, 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 and shave. You know. I I think it's gonna be horrible. I mean, it's baseball now under Manfred has tumbled so far. I mean, honestly, yeah. he beat Batman. He's already you already did you see what they have this thing already, Kenny, where they got you know, second base is permanent now. Is it really? Yep.
1: Oh, no. Yep, well.
0: yep, because they don't want to injure the arms anymore, and so that's an automatic two, you know, and then, okay, so that's an automatic two. You got a shot clock for uh, pitchers now for no apparent reason. You're trying to appease um, millennials. Millennials aren't going. That's something we talked about with nauseam. Here. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing about baseball is you didn't have a clock; it had its own rhythm. It was cool. It was America's pastime. It was something to put your feet up and watch go. You weren't having one eye on the clock, going, "Geez, where's the time management guy?" Okay,
1: you know, so. Yeah, But here's here's the thing: what kind of sport do you have where
0: the people in charge don't believe in their own sport? Agreed. Agreed. Yep, absolutely, and this one doesn't, and they're sweating bullets. And, boy, you you know, going back to the Sinclair thing, it was really Sinclair. It's not Bally. Bally is just a name they put on top of it. You know, Sinclair is, there were small potatoes, and they went way big, and nothing happened. You know, and they weren't all the greatest in our estimation, not the most finest, you know. And so for them to take this big chunk, it's like, la, la. Look what happened, son. So, oh, by the way, the the thing about second base is because they didn't want to have uh, four-hour games on TV. So they figured, you know, they'll get some kind of time certainty now where they can package a baseball game in two and a half hours or two hours. You know, I don't know what this uh, okay. whole thing is going to be, but, oh, but the best deal of the all the new rules that came out, the permanent re- rules, is that you can't have a position player pitch unless you're down by 10, 10 in the ninth oh. inning. okay. So you so,
1: actually... It actually official officially uh defined what the mercy rule is.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. You now have a mercy rule in baseball. Yeah. How sucky is that, man? You know.
1: I guess my question then is if if you're down by ten and you're gonna bring in the pitcher, what's the point? I mean, you were gonna bring in an infielder to
0: pitch, what's the point? Yeah, just walk away. Everyone home. Yeah. Because now you become a freak show. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's. unless you're playing Detroit, I don't know how many teams are down by ten and in, in the ninth.
1: However, uh, yeah, not only that, but if you're if you're, if you're a team that goes down by ten in the ninth, you probably have already sent your fans home with their,
0: yeah,
1: you know, shaking their heads anyway. So yeah,
0: yeah, but see now because the bullpen is becoming so expensive. They figured that, okay, but fans don't want this. But now you get that stupid shift where now you have to have two players on the dirt left side and two players on the right side of now the bag, which went from, what, 15 inches to 18 inches? They, they, mm-hmm. they went up three inches. Yeah. So now the bases are bigger for whatever uh-huh. reason. You know, because why?
1: Because does matter.
0: <laughs> I guess so. You know, is that for, so to take the sweat off of the umpires? You know, is it easier for the cameras to see? I mean, what does that do? I mean, does it make, you know, you know the tie goes to the runner to first base? Is that supposed to make it more exciting? Actually, it makes it more Maybe. dull.
1: Maybe it's a throwback to Peter Puck. Remember Peter oh, Puck? Oh,
0: Lord. Yeah, and you wanted one of those electronic pucks to come up in the audience, and then they had to send folks to go find them. That was a thrill.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a throwback to Peter Puck. So, in other words, makes it easier for the millennial to uh, see the bag while he's busy typing into his phone.
0: Yeah, right. If he's, yeah, here's the story. They don't go. Take a look at what your fan base is. They don't go. Millennials don't go to sports because they're so paying off student loans. I like the fact that every conceivable millennial went to college, you know? Well,
1: it's not only that they're paying off their student loans, they also don't go to uh they don't go to sporting events because they're actually real. It doesn't appear <laughs> on a screen, so they can't relate yeah. to it. That's yeah. why they don't have sex either. You know, well, if you could have sex with
0: your phone, they would have sex. Uh, let me if show you how it's. Uh, I, think oh, we,
1: gonna,
0: oh, oh. I think we have some friends who could tell you how that's done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. You, yeah, anyway. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you married men, you. All right. Um, But there you go. It, it is kind of amazing why all these rule changes in baseball... That was supposed to, you know, I I don't know who they're for. They're clearly for the billionaire owners and the millionaire, you know, players because they want to get out early. They don't want to have a 14 inning game. Well, 14 inning games are very exciting. 18 inning games are very exciting because at any time something could go wrong, you know, and it's phenomenal. And they don't happen all the time, you know? I mean, how many more 10 inning games are there? as opposed to 21 inning games, you know, plenty. I mean, you're done in your 10th, and there you go. But to have an artificial, I mean, if there's any one fan base, if there's any one sport that holds on to their tradition so firmly it can barely move, it's baseball. I mean, it's the stat, stat person's dream. And now it's, you know, it's kind of like Chrysler when they stopped being Chrysler. Still says Chrysler, but it's not really, you know, and it's kind of like baseball with a shot clock, a runner on second and, you know, this other stuff. It's kind of, you know, it it doesn't matter for the people who and I love baseball. I think baseball is a great sport, but, you know, you dilute it so much because you have to kiss ass because your sports not making that money at the till. Okay, so now you just, you ruined it. Next. And why well, didn't football? It, it, what, it, what it really strikes me, though, is
1: uh, the, the, it's almost like the idea is, well, if we can figure out how to pretend to be authentic, uh, if we can pretend to be authentic enough, then we can uh, make it, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I like... Exterior. You almost don't recognize this baseball. You know, I mean, yeah. baseball with a shot clock. As asked by whom? You know,
1: you're trying yeah, to... After, after the 11th inning, if you still haven't broken the tie, we'll have a home run derby.
0: <laughs> no, then you get a base runner that's halfway between third and home. Huh. You know? And the pitcher or the catcher cannot have a mitt in the 11th inning. You know? Yeah. So, you know, any pass ball, so the pitcher is has to have in fifteen seconds throw a, a a lob only because you don't want to kill the guy's hand. You know, and so there's your tee off and there it goes over the fence and there you go. Next, Damn, you know what? You just you just explained
1: it to me. You just explained it. Now I understand what the Tigers have been doing. <laughs> okay, what? They've been. That's how they play. Yeah, they've been playing with one hand tied behind their back and runners halfway through, and that's exactly what they're doing. Okay, here that to help. it. I thought they were just bad, but no, you we've come up with the answer now.
0: That's why we're authorities and not experts. You know, <laughs> it 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 is just it's enough to knock you on the head, and you know, and it's kind of like we've talked about this before and stuff, but. Are you happy to see, you know, everyone goes, you know, next week they're reporting, next week pitchers and catchers. Okay. Are we excited about that or are we excited that spring's coming and summer's coming and we can hang out to 9 o'clock at night outside on the porch in the breeze? You know? I don't
1: know I feel anybody. Like, I feel at, this point, at this point, I feel like this. Pitchers and catchers are reporting. I couldn't name you three of them.
0: Yeah, true. Right. Yeah, well, uh, let's see. Scherzer? No. Verlander? No. Uh, there was somebody else now getting Homer? handsomely played. No. Who?
1: Homer? No. Homer? <laughs> no. He's fine. Um, Boyd?
0: Oh, yeah, he'll be back. Uh, Yeah. Down two. Yeah, let's see. Screwball? Nope, I don't think so. Macy? No, he Yeah, I don't think so. Bo? Bo Diddley? Uh, Maybe if his arm's not dead. Now, it's... (sighs) Dear AJ, AJ figured this out. I can cheat, I can make money, I can have a ring, and I can just cruise in Detroit. I just have to show up. I mean, Cabrera must have talked to him at a bar a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of years ago. It said, man, it's the easiest money of all time. You just have to show up. Okay, in our opinion, you know, I mean, dear AJ. I mean, psh, as much of a manager as he is, he hasn't shown me anything in Detroit. He hasn't had much to deal with. Okay, well then, deal with something. Win lemon, make lemonades, and he hasn't even made l- out of anything yet.
1: No, it's been pretty, pretty uh, lean.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're the manager and you can't figure out that your batting coach is bad okay yeah yeah (laughs) you know when your whole team tanks your whole team tanks including kids coming up that were supposed to be the reason why they got drafted so high is because they could rake you know and everybody goes south um just this side of legendary lloyd with that one there son That's
1: exactly
0: where I was going with that. I was going to say, that legendary Lloyd, you could have brought him back and they'd have improved. Yeah, or or stayed the same. You know, then you would have got a a manager that could fill in. But, I mean, this is just dull ball. It's not small ball. It's dull ball. You know, yes. Detroit's dull. I mean, you're going to have a couple of, you know, we. It, this is a baseball town. It really is as much as people. It's only because we never had to been a, a football town, you know, but it, it's a baseball town. And everybody's got fine memories of people 40 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. 23 years ago. The last time anybody had any kind of connection to this team is uh, the day before Ernie passed. Yeah. You know? And as soon as Ernie went, that was it. You know, who do you like on this team since then? Nobody. I'm to
1: reference that, that commercial that we talked about a little bit ago. You think about the guys that uh, they have on the commercial advertising, the law firm. They're all from a long time ago.
0: Yeah. A long time ago. I mean, the only person you're trotting out is McCarty? Uh, Yeah. um, uh, Okay. I noticed you don't... And how, Rachel, can you be? No basketball star there. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't even prop up the corpse uh, of Lambeer? I mean, nothing? You know, gee, you couldn't even bring... Isaiah would have done it. That's true. He would have. Subsequently, though, did you see the at the Suns, you know, all this stuff? Oh, yeah, Isaiah's going to be with the Suns. They're going to be manager. Uh, dear new owner of the Suns, where's Isaiah going to be? Nowhere on my team. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no, no. Woo, slap down. Way to go, Isaiah. Way to go, Isaiah. You know, talk about yeah. jumping the uh, gun a little bit there, son. Or whoever his PR person was. I wonder if he's represented by Burroughs anymore. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Can uh you gotta hire my client, Isaiah. Every single team he goes to as a manager, he screws it up hard. Oh, let me tell you about yeah. the ABA. Oops. Yeah, he took the entire league down. (laughs) Not just the team. He took the league down. The whole league down. Oh, by the way, how did he leave the New York Nets? What was that sexual harassment lawsuit all about? You know, it's, it's like, oh, Isaiah, you know. Dear Isaiah, why couldn't you be in any kind of the front management, you know, cubbies of the Detroit Pistons, why did Davidson hate you so much? What's going on? Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> I mean, if you couldn't make it here, and they put Dumars in there, and everybody liked Joe, but not the most astute GM we've ever seen in our life. a matter of fact, I think stuff really went south with Joe there. Yeah, it did. You know, I'm trying to you know, think. It started, started
1: out when he drafted Darko.
0: Yeah, and went south from there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, see, Darko was like this, like the smartest man in the move in the room. Move, you know. Yeah. And it, it was exactly what everybody said, and, and it was so. But then again, the NBA was so in love with with foreign players. There's not the same competition. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and, and not only the forward players, the big ones. Right. I like the big ones because size matters, I guess.
0: Well, it kind of does in the NBA. Yeah. You know, unless you're the Rocket. But it, it's kind of like, okay, um, you can't get, it, it's amazing to me, you can't even get a washed-up piston. But then again, who would you get? You know, to be that fourth person in the uh, the trio of, of classic Detroit stars, you know? Yeah,
1: well, you'd have to go back to that era. Maybe you'd bring back
0: Adrian Dantley. Oh, I'd bring back Oliver.
1: <laughs>
0: I'd bring back the big O. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dantley. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dantley. Okay, um... Whee. He'd be walking in with his cane, you know. <laughs> Man, Dantley, Charlie V, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'd be a classic. Yeah, I mean, here. hi, I'm Charlie V. I am the face of the demise of your Detroit Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> when I played, nobody else did. You know, it's like, wow, really? Who could you get from the Pistons? Neither one of the Wallaces. No. Oh, no, wow. That is, eh, okay, whatever. well, let's see. Um, you couldn't even get one of their coaches. <laughs> hey,
1: think about that. You could bring uh, Larry Brown back.
0: Yeah, you might as well bring back Larry Brown and Hay-Bear uh, hey from the uh, Panthers.
1: <laughs> you know, if you brought Larry Brown, the first thing he would do? Quit. Bitch.
0: Yeah. He'd go away after the first that twenty seconds. He'd look around for
1: something yeah. else, you know.
0: But then again, take a look at those rings on that hand. And how many do yeah. you got? You know, the proofs in the pudding. The boy knows what to do, but uh you know, my lord, you talk about looking around, looking around. All right. So talking about looking around, what would you think about the Red Wings this week?
1: Well, we finally saw some life out of these guys, didn't we?
0: Here comes that brown thing that's in your underwear. Here comes the streak.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, it's, It's time to go ahead and ruin your draft position.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely it is. It's amazing, isn't it? It's like, yeah, go ahead, you know, draft 18th, guys. Yeah. You know, but then again, here comes the trade deadline and there's all kinds of of noise going all around. And we have, I think, what, about two weeks now for the trade deadline?
1: Yeah, about that.
0: How's that negotiation going with Larkin there, boys?
1: Well, they haven't heard much lately, but uh, there was some speculation a couple weeks ago that they're not close. Yeah. Yeah. We'll
0: see what happens. Yeah, but you know what's really amazing? In pro sport, Kenny, you got $1 million that that's there between. All right. Dear Larkin, you shouldn't get any of this money. Compromise and say, I'll take what you guys are offering. You know, I'll chew the $1 million a year, you know, because I shouldn't even be playing, let alone getting this kind of money. So, okay. Take it. Take it and run. Because you're not going to get it from anybody else. You're not going to go to St. Louis and get that money, you know, unless they get traded over to Vancouver.
1: Yeah. Well, I would say when you look at the NHL, it may very well be, you know, you look at he did this with Stamkos too. And yeah. You just wonder if perhaps Eisenman, because of his stature around the league, nobody else wants to touch him.
0: Yeah, or they Any know. Word goes out,
1: don't don't call him. Don't answer when his agent calls.
0: Yeah, you but never if, know. if you could do that, then that's kind of like the baseball collusion rule. You know, yeah. there's going to be a, a ass whipping. But then again... Who's going to do it? Bettman? Huh. You know, I mean, if you can get Bettman in a collusion situation, that'd be great. You know, if you can get Boros to actually show, God bless, why doesn't Boros have some some many tellers? That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Because then every... that's That's not where the big money is. It would be if he started... Ton. You know, because there's some NHL owners that, in our opinion, are not the brightest <laughs> bulbs in the pack. You know, so yeah. you know if you get because well, remember you had Illich at one time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and I was going to say that Mister the old the uh, departed Mister Illich is no longer around. So I mean that that money train <laughs> is no longer riding. you going to you're going you're gonna to get Chris Illich to open up the coffers? You could just hear the wallet slamming shut.
0: Slam. Yeah. But, I mean, if if you were Boris, you know, while the Mr. I was still around, wouldn't you start doing some NHL guys or representing NHL guys? Because, you know, that's easy money, not for one sport, but for two. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You, you know what really is fascinating, too, Kenny, is that you have one dumb little, in our opinion, Pizza making, and that's basically all they do. I mean, I remember when Atanas was supposed to, like, take over, you know, Olympia um, uh, Entertainment, where they were going to have all these concerts and all that stuff, and it just went, <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. How does one one pizza making place make all that money to be able to afford not one, but Two full pro teams' salary, plus the minor leagues, plus, 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 you know? Got to be shaving those pepperonis pretty thin, aren't you? Yeah, but, or, that just goes to tell you, once you get into the cycle of of having a sport team, you really don't have to put anything in it. I mean, obviously, yeah. the money sustains themselves whether you show up or you don't. Yeah. It's amazing. So why get rid of them? You would think, well, my God, if they shedded one of these teams, you know, that's hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars these guys could save per year. Evidently, you know, it's like you hold on to it because it becomes more valuable and more valuable. You know, and then you take a look at your return on your investment and that's got to be better than gold.
1: That's why it was always a uh, pipe dream when people say the Ford should sell the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to happen sometime soon, huh?
0: Not in that family. It's just going to get passed down and passed down like a Fabrice egg, you know. But what's not an egg is, Kenny, what didn't we talk about in one whole minute?
1: Well, what we didn't talk about in one whole minute is the Detroit Pistons and... uh, (laughs) Yep. The fact that they continue to play games that matter, not at all.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, where are you Nobody going with this? Cares. Yeah. Why
1: are you playing these games? Nobody cares. They aren't going to hurt themselves by winning or losing. They're not going to help themselves by winning or losing. They have players who they've tried to trade and almost bounced back to them, Did and they... then wipe up. The trade goes through, and nobody cares.
0: Did it actually go through? Did they finally do that? Yeah, they actually went really? through. Yep. So our fine friends out west are going to get a damaged good? Mm-hmm. And they still accepted that? They still accepted it. Whoa, a little bit of pressure there, boys? I'd say so. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a, you
1: know, and I, I, But I look at it from the Pistons standpoint, and I say, you know, nobody cares. You didn't know, see? I mean, that's how much invested in this team you are.
0: Yeah, well, I, I heard that they were going to try no to reason. go through. Go
1: ahead. There's no reason to pay attention anymore. No. You've got how many games left on this season? And too many they're totally irrelevant you could just not show up you could forfeit them no it would take about three months for people to realize that you didn't show up
0: <laughs> yeah i mean can detroit do that just like say look we're gonna forfeit all of march is that cool you know we're gonna save yeah. some payroll and you know get some of our injured guys back and stuff and we'll check out the you know the couple of games that we got to play in april no. You have
1: 24 more games to go in this season.
0: All right. And they play. Oh, my God. When's their last game, though, Kenny? April what? When? Yeah.
1: Oh, let me let, have the intern take a look at this.
0: Yeah. Uh, they always speedy intern only because we're thinking, when can we be put out of our misery with this stuff? You know, it's almost like we look forward to the end of the Red Wing season too. You know, just put us out of our misery. I mean it's 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 okay. I mean April ninth. April ninth? Yep. Okay. So then you still have plenty of time to get your taxes done. You know?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> After that. Jeez. But,
1: but my God, this is this is an absolute train wreck. We, you know, you've got 24 games to go, nobody cares about. You have a roster, nobody cares about. You have a coach, nobody cares about. You have an owner that doesn't care about anything, nobody ever sees him.
0: Yeah, you know, and it's... You, you, you
1: have the basketball version of Mr. Irrelevant.
0: You know, and you know what's even worse, So, is that nobody's mad. Nobody's angry. No. It, it's just apathy. It's like, oh, yeah, them, you know. It's amazing it's like it's it's funny enough that I gotta check double check on this, but I don't remember seeing Myers selling any piston gear this year
1: oh, no, you know I don't think so
0: that would automatically become <laughs> discounted you know there's yeah. nothing there there's yeah. for basketball fans in Detroit man you better hope to God that the big sixty four works out fine that's kind of the only that's. I mean, we're looking for the sixty-four, and and psh, I don't think there's too many Michigan teams that are going to go.
1: No, no.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the first time, unless they give, you know, uh, Izzo a, a Mulligan. I mean, Michigan ain't going. So who do you root yeah. for? You know. Amazing, but true. All right. Talking about amazing, but true, you can pick us up anywhere. Anywhere that you can find a fine uh, podcast, you can find us, whether it be on Spotify or iHeart or the Sony version or the whatever, the Apple version of all this stuff, <laughs> you'll be able to to pick us up even on, on your um, Amazon stuff. So that's what makes life fun. All righty, Kitty. So come see us next week, won't you? And you can see us with the Super CPA, Ken Pocket, along with myself, John Server. Thank you so very much for being with the Detroit Sports Authorities. Bye. Bye, <laughs> Bye Kenny. All right. Have a good one. See ya.